Well, I'm usually interviewing athletes, but not today on this episode. We've got a special episode, and today I am proud to be joined on Jackson Share Sports Radio by ESPN Emmy Award-winning content associate and former NFL Films production assistant intern, Jordan Alloway. Jordan, you are an incredibly talented person and definitely someone that I look up to as a young podcaster, um, and you're, you have a lot of talents and traits um, that I definitely want to embody in my career in sports. Hopefully in sports. Um, it's always been a dream of mine, obviously, to be at ESPN. And I, you know, I can't wait to hear more about what you do, what you have to say about your job description, what makes what's your why, you know, why do you do what you do, um, and more of that. So Jordan, thank you again for joining me on Jackson Share Sports Radio. Yeah, man. Thanks for the kind words. Happy to be here. Let's let's do it. Let's chat. Hell yeah. So Jordan, tell me, t- take me through this incredible journey that you've had and i i hear have here that you obviously you attended holy cross university or college of holy cross you did a lot of stuff there with ticket and game day operations res uh resident assistant resident assistant um creative content and sports media producer i mean you had all that stuff and then you went to nfl films as an intern and then now you're at espn so take me through each step i mean to be honest i i did a lot of i've done a lot of things like uh I guess, like, I am technically an athlete as well. Like, I, I ran, I was on the track team at exactly. Holy Cross as well. Um, and that, honestly, sports has kind of built my whole foundation of where I am today and how I think about things. Like, everything from how to be a part of a team to, you know, motivation and pushing through things that are hard, but, you know, senior end goal, all that kind of stuff. So, like, my journey started back when I was in high school. Like, uh, my senior year, like, I was, like, this the senior captain on the basketball team at my school. Uh, BCDS in Boston, and uh, I broke my wrist. Oh. And part of I couldn't play basketball anymore, and I had like a like a identity crisis thing because I had like always played sports, and I just didn't know what I was gonna do next, kind of thing. And uh, I'm also like really artistic is another thing, which kind of spills over, and we'll talk about to ESPN and things. Um, and so like I just picked up a camera during that whole time, and I just kind of never looked back with the creative stuff. So that's kind of like my my journey. I love it, dude. I mean, I was checking out the, the edits that you made for, uh, Stefan Diggs, the, uh, top 100 uh, 2021. Uh, yeah. I, I was looking through all that stuff. That is sick, man. I mean that, how, how do you create all that? Is that on, is there like a specific, I'm sure there's obviously a specific service that you use, but I, I I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of different editing softwares out there and depending on where you work, like, uh, they'll use something different. But you can get started. Like everyone always, if they ask me what what to use or that type of stuff, I would say start with something easy like iMovie or Final Cut Pro that works for YouTube or it's it's easier to cut things that way. But when you move up, the next step would probably be Premiere or After Effects, which they use um, a lot at ESPN in terms of editing. But then you at films, it was Avid. Uh, It's a editing software called Avid. And we also have Quantel at ESPN as well. So. There's like a bunch of, they all essentially do the same thing. And like, once you learn one, you can pretty much quickly adapt to the rest. But yeah. Some com- complex stuff, man. I, I love it. Um, so I guess moving down the next part of your journey, take me through this internship that you acquired with the NFL, the with NFL films. How, how did you get this? What made you want to go into this side of sports? Well, we could start there, I guess. Okay. So funny enough, when I graduated, when I was about to graduate from school, 
I didn't really have anything specific in mind. Like I knew what, what I wanted to do. I just didn't know where that, Col- was, that was more college or high school college from, co- from college. college. Gotcha. Yeah. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I was creative. I knew that was my whole path since, since the high school thing, but I just didn't know where I wanted to or how that, what that looked like. So actually my mom encouraged me. She was like, Hey, just, you know, reach out to people, ask questions. Like you don't have the information, but someone out there does. So I was like, okay. So I started reaching out to people on LinkedIn, people I knew, uh, people that I knew that graduated that were doing other things. And uh, eventually I, I found this alumni that went to my school who uh, is actually working at NFL, the NFL studio in um, Los Angeles. Oh my but I, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, um, we went both went to the same school. Like what, what, how, what did you do to get over there? And he sent me, the application for it wasn't for his spot but it was for films and i applied in the fall and i didn't get it oh the first time i applied, i didn't get it i made it to like the second uh interview but and it, that was for a different thing it wasn't the exact same thing but it was at films and then i was like okay you know no worries i applied to a whole bunch of stuff i got on like 15 calls with people like every day i felt like i was on a on, on not a networking call you're just talking to people but they get you could get information from doing that and so I was like, okay, I'm going to try it again. So then in the spring, I applied for the internship that I ended up getting. Um, and it was for over the summer. So like I literally graduated from college. And the next day I drove down from Boston to uh, Mount Laurel, New Jersey. And I was there the whole summer. I mean, talk about persistence and just, you know, not getting it that first time, but just going back, reassessing and kind of, you know, central centralizing, I guess, or new centralizing and you know getting back to your point and then reapplying again um and getting that position so amazing there kudos to you um and i would love to hear your favorite part of the internship you know was there like a specific moment or a specific day that you or anything that you did in particular that was amazing for you yeah so somebody if i had to pick one person specifically there's a an amazing associate producer over at films his name's Cortland bragg and I had the opportunity of working under Cortland a lot. And um, he's just, he was kind of like a, a mentor there, but also kind of a big brother. Like he wasn't too much older right. than uh, was when I was there, but I just looked up to him a lot. Like he had a, a, a ton of experience and he had like a similar story of just kind of persistence and getting his way in there. And he taught me a lot. Like we would have one, one-to-ones where he would pull me aside and just explain things to me. Um, and he just kind of gave me that extra push of motivation while I was there. Um, so person wise, I would say him. And then, uh, as far as an event, something that was really cool. Well, one, the camaraderie with the the other interns, like being there for the whole summer, we got really cool. And like just being away from home in a professional environment was something new for me. I'd never experienced that. So that was, that was cool. But, um, as far as an experience, there was one time, uh, where we got to sit in on, it was a, a team meeting but there were all, all the associate producers there were discussing who would be a good social, social media personality to bring on to one of the NFL shows because they they had started to see, you know, social media personalities are trending and that's kind of what the kids care about now. And, uh, they pulled up the numbers from how well the Nickelodeon NFL crossover had done, I guess a couple years prior or that year, I forget. And, uh, they were like, okay, this would be a good move. So like, as someone that has aspirations to do other things creatively, it was cool to see the kind of how things are starting to cross over now where independent platforms, social media people and all that are 
in the conversations at tables like something as prestigious in the production world as films or ESPN or those other type of things. So that was really cool. What an experience, man. I'm, I'm definitely – so you connected with people and found, I guess, through the grapevine, just all, all this – all these people through LinkedIn? Uh, yeah, like LinkedIn, uh, personal contacts, like people I had gone to school with parents that I knew were somewhat related to the field because everyone's connected. Like one person knows someone that knows someone that knows someone that's doing something that you want. Definitely. So like you just gotta be, like you said, the persistence and just never stop, just keep going. There's no time limit on when things can get done. If it takes a hundred thousand people, like, you know, you yeah. gotta do it. <laughs> I'm, I will definitely take some of that advice for myself. I, I, I love that. Great advice. Um, so now moving more towards the ESPN side of things, give me and the listeners just a brief description of your job description at ESPN and you know why you chose to be um, a production assistant. Like what, what's your your why for becoming a production assistant? Okay. Um, so for my why. Uh, one of the biggest reasons uh, why I decided to leave films and come to ESPN was uh, just close, being closer to home. Mount Laurel was like six hours away from home. And uh, where I'm now in Bristol is only about two hours away from my home. So it's, it's a lot closer and being close to family and friends is something important to me. So that was the, the move. Um, and then separately from that, uh, I started at ESPN as a production assistant. Um, I started on the KJM show, Keyshawn J. Will and Max morning show that no longer exists. But yeah, I started there doing radio and that was just like really basic stuff when I first started. I, I cut like VOs, which is just like video only B-roll type stuff. And then something else we call socks, which is sound on tape. So if someone's, uh, you take like a snippet of someone talking or something with some sound that you add, and then you can put video to either something that someone's going to talk over or like your own piece. I did um, something fills. So like for radio shows, they don't have like traditional commercials that you can see. So you have to put in fill content. Since that was a hybrid show, it was on the radio and on TV. Like you need to put something in place for both. So I had to do stuff like that. Like not, not too hard stuff there, but it was a good way to like get affiliated with how the company works and just kind of start my life here. Then after that, uh, I did that for six months and then I got moved to SportsCenter. And I was on Sports Center. Yeah. Sports Center, wow, honestly, man. was the hardest <laughs> 10 months I've had probably in my entire life. Like for just for a lot of reasons, but it was just, it's very fast paced. It can be very stressful. It was, it was definitely a big time commitment and just, it took a lot to do it. But uh, at the end of it, you know, I was rewarded. I got, ended up getting an Emmy with that group. Um, oh, yeah. And we, I, I, I learned a lot of things being in there. Like, I learned, I learned a lot of things and got a lot better at things that have helped me get to where I am now. Um, but, yeah, so I did SportsCenter there. And uh, we did stuff like cut highlights for games, like, while they're happening so that they can air. We did um, – uh, sports center top 10 like all that kind of stuff uh the um scott van pelt show all that type of stuff i watch that every night man i love it yeah so we used to do stuff for that so i, I would prompt like cut edits like there's so many things that you do in sports center we, we were kind of like the jack of all trades with espn in there um and then after that then i moved over to event so for the first two assignments i had here i was in something called studio production so that's like daily shows 
things like of that nature. Then I switched over to event and event is a little different where it's like you create graphics or um, things that will air during the event versus like post uh, content or like commentary content. It's a little different. Uh, and I like it a lot better for a lot of reasons. Like, uh, the schedule is more flexible. Like you're kind of always technically working, but you make your own schedule. Like if you want to get up at 11 and work late, you can do that. Or, you know, if you work a weekend and you want to take Monday off, you can do that at where studio is more rigid. It's like 5 PM for sports center. You're in there to prepare for your game. You grind your game. You have the checkout and then there's a, a daily meeting and then you're, you leave at like 1 AM when it's done. So oh a little different but yeah that's basically where i'm at now that is brutal so i mean just going back to the sports center then i'll get to the events i mean super interesting stuff man by the way just like incredible i'm i i watch this stuff every night you know (laughs) i'm I'm watching svp and all that i go to bed to svp pretty much so it's it's amazing Uh, yeah yeah it's amazing to to hear that so i mean that's great um I guess in terms of the intensity, like what's that, what's that environment like? You know, I, I know you said it's very high, high pay, fast paced, um, a lot of, a lot of intensity. What's that, you know, are you like constantly having to like shift angles and, you know, there's being told to do this or that and someone's, um, you know, so doing something else, you know what I mean? They're, they're, you're instructed to do something else is, is what I'm saying kind of clear. I mean, I'm trying to say like, what oh, yeah. is, Okay, I get you. Is it a complex job? You know, how complex is the job? Um, it, it's it's very complex. Uh, and they're the two different sides, like studio and event, are complex for different reasons. Like, for example, when I was working the studio shows, um, it's it is. I met some amazing people in there, but it is a little bit more urgent. So you know, the, uh, there's not as much room for error, and you're kind of a little bit more stressed to make sure everything's perfect because like it's going to be airing on tv and it's a product that you're working on while the event is happening yeah so like there's a margin for error so and then also like just the hours are a little different and can be tough um it, yeah i overall i had an amazing experience and i like again i learned a lot there but it's just yeah you're pulled in a lot of different directions to do different things at the same time like multitasking skills you definitely need to have that and then also just thick skin like if if somebody you know gets upset about something like you can't take it personally you got to just like bounce and just move to the next thing because you probably have like six other things you got to get done <laughs> so that was that i was like studio for my experience and then as far as on the event side uh i did so when i switched over to event back in july i started on boxing so i was covering boxing content and then i recently switched over to uh college basketball for the for the season and then afterwards in the spring i'll go back to boxing but uh, that is less stressful in that way because you have more time with events. It's not like, oh, I need to have this game set and ready to air as, at the end of the game. Right. It's more you get an assignment within a couple of days or a week that you got to get done. So it's like you're adding more detail and it's, it's, it's more, it can be more, they're asking you for more in that way, but it's not as like urgent, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and then... Yeah, it's just like uh, as far as the event stuff, like is more complex and there's a ton more people you need to reach out to and know where to send things. Like we have things like uh, portals that get sent to third party companies. Like we work with like Roth and all these other companies that help uh, produce for high school basketball games. But then like you have to reach out to 
the the people that uh, produce at the school. So like if we ha- if you have an ACC game, like you need to have stuff prepared for ACC network, but then also for that specific school. But then also you have to se- have stuff set up for ESPN, all different logos, all different things. There's um, sponsorship obligations that you have to make sure you send billboards for. Like there's a lot that goes a lot that goes into it. Wow. I mean, it sounds like it. Um, so this is kind of a loaded question. Is there, is this, you know, where you want to end up or do you want to continue to rise up? That's probably a stupid question, but are you, are you looking to go, what's your ultimate goal? You know, as like, as, as a content producer, are you looking to, I guess, go to the higher levels? I mean, it's, it's kind of a loaded question, but. Yeah. So I thought about this a lot and my answer has changed honestly over a lot of time like it's it's gone back and forth and i'm sure it might continue to change as i continue to get older but like my thing that i discovered about myself is like i am a creative person i love like there's nothing more enjoyable to me than making things and having someone see or enjoy something that came from my head um i love working at espn i love uh the people that we that i work with i love the content that we create and I would like to continue to, you know, obviously move up as as much as I can, as I can. Yeah. But at the same, I'm also making sure that I'm putting time into my own creative visions, you know, because a, a lot of working at ESPN is, you know, you very rarely is it something that's 100% uniquely your idea. Like a lot of it is obligations and something that somebody else may have pitched that you have to hop on and work on. And that's great. And it's, a, it's, it's amazing. I have no complaints at all. But I also realized that I enjoy like a more organic creative style that can come from myself, as you, I'm sure you know, with your podcast. Totally. I, I agree. Well, this is all original content on here. This original, this is interviews yeah. original. So <laughs> <laughs> um, what, so I know we've probably, we've touched on this throughout the interview, but what, if you had to name one, maybe two, if you could, um, highlights at ESPN. What's been like, you know, filming this specific thing or, you know, seeing Scott Van Pelt at this moment or filming this uh, college basketball reel for, you know, a 12 a.m. Uh, deadline, that kind of thing? Mm, that's a good question, man. I think, I think one of the coolest – well, okay, environment-wise, like, one thing that was just cool, like, wow, I work at ESPN, this is such a cool thing. Uh, when LeBron became the all-time leading scorer uh, for oh, the yeah. NBA, I was in, in the studio for that. Like, and uh, everyone had the games all on that channel. Because, like, we have this place called Screening, and uh, it's basically, like, that's that's where we run Sports Center out of. So it's, like, picture two big circles. So there's, like, one in the middle, and that's where, like, all the, the, the leads, the show leads sit, and then everyone else that's working on on shows uh sit around and like everyone's doing covering a different game to work on the same oh show gosh and so we're just kind of in there and like he became the leading scorer and like everyone's like oh kind of celebrating it was a fun moment like from a work standpoint as a sports fan and then like also as a creator like wow i i was a part of that that moment that was uh, that was really cool and i'm a huge lebron fan too so that was awesome um M- mj or lebron then, what'd you say mj or lebron for for go it, it, it depends you gotta ask a more specific question <laughs> overall how about that i know it's it's not more specific but overall i th- i think that 
in terms of who is the better basketball player, in terms of all aspects, I would say LeBron is a better basketball player. But who's a greater player, who's the greatest player, I would have to give that to MJ. Love it. Love it. What What were you saying before uh, I, I cut you off? My bad. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, so, yeah. So, just, yeah, that LeBron moment in screening for Sports Center was really cool. I'm trying to think, like, another moment, uh, something I worked on. Um... There's like this. I've worked on so many different things, bro. Like it's hard to sometimes it's hard to narrow it down. When I was at the, one of the the second thing that came to my mind was working on Hard Knocks at uh, NFL Films and my uh, my name cool. rolled in credits for the first time. Hey, that's cool, so I, man. Like, yeah, like all the PAs we used to get together after uh, after work on whatever days the shows air would air, and uh, we would all watch like watch the show and then wait for our names to like come up in the credits at the end. It was like it was really cool. That's is, was this for the uh, the Lions or the? Nope. Uh, so I worked the first. So I did two two hard knocks. I did uh, the uh, Dallas. Oh, uh, Dallas. Yep, I did Dallas, and then I did the Colts, which was the first in season hard knocks, I believe. Love it. I mean, that, yeah. that sounds so much, like so much fun, and waiting for the credit. I mean, having your name up there, there's something about that. You know? Yeah, it was just a cool experience, man, because, you know, I was I was like 21, 22 years old, like away from home, like all this stuff. And like it kind of just met, made me feel like it meant something, you know, it's like, oh, like maybe I'm doing something like maybe I'm on the right track. Like this is definitely a cool, a cool thing. Totally. So I, I got two more questions for you. Um, so I was going to ask originally if you were from Massachusetts, but obviously you said you're closer to home. Uh, you live in Connecticut or lived in Connecticut, right? I, yeah, I currently live in Bristol because that, that's where the ESPN headquarters is at. Exactly. Did, did you grow up in, in Connecticut or Massachusetts? I was going to ask Massachusetts because of Holy Cross, but, uh, yeah, I grew up in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. That works then. Okay. Perfect. So I was just going to ask fun little question, which sports teams are you a fan of? Or did you grow up being a fan of, you know, Patriots Celtics? I know you guys are huge up there with the Patriots and Celtics. Yeah, so Patriot, huge Patriots fan. Uh, got so spoiled over the years with all those championships, and like two of two of the greatest, arguably, well, one definitely is. Uh, but you know, two two amazing championship comeback wins, and then uh, I've told you I was a LeBron fan. So where I've kind of wherever LeBron's gone, I've kind of bounced around. I like so that. Like, I became a LeBron fan in like 2008 when I like first started watching basketball for the Cavs. And then I followed him to through his whole Miami bit, and then now now with the Lakers. Um, but yeah, I would say basketball is probably my favorite sport. Like I played it, I love it. I watch AAU ball to this day. Um, and then college, as far as college basketball, I'm actually a huge UK Wildcats fan. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. So I actually, I was actually born in Lexington. I only lived there until I was two. Uh, That's good. Uh, but know. yeah, wow. I was actually born there, and my dad knew a bunch of the players because this. Funny, funny full circle story for you real quick. Yeah. So uh, Wayne Turner, he's actually the only player at my high school to have his jersey retired. And that's actually my dad's childhood friend. And so when my dad transferred to uh, Lexington, my parents, they transferred to Lexington for work. Wayne Turner became the point guard for the UK Wildcats. So my dad would hang out with him all the time. So he met like Antoine Walker, like all these guys on the UK Wildcats. And actually, I, I ran onto the court one time uh, when I was like two years old, and Tayshawn Prince was my babysitter at early childhood development oh at the University. 
Yeah, that's so funny, I, funny man. First little full circle thing right there. Wow, that that that's crazy, man. So I I mean that I don't I can't imagine running onto a court at two years old. I mean I, I'm gonna be in college <laughs> next year, so I'll, I'll yeah, be I'll invited back. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, man. So um, yeah, I just got a notification ten minutes, but this this will be one more question. Um, just to end things off, you know, for people out there, for podcasters like me, you know, that are seniors in high school, for kids out there that are looking to become content associates, content producers for ESPN. I mean, it's been a, a lifelong dream, I guess, for me to, to work at ESPN. I've, I've watched thousands of episodes of, you know, 30 for 30 and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm a huge fan. For all those fans out there that want to work in the sports industry, what's your advice, piece of advice and inspiration for them to stay motivated, keep at it, work hard and get to the next level? Um, honestly, my, my biggest piece of advice would just be pay attention to the small stuff. Like, as I say, don't sweat the small stuff. I would say sweat, sweat the small stuff. And, but not in the same sense that you might think, meaning your daily habits add up to a lot more than you might think. So a lot of people, a lot of times they're like, oh, I don't have the time for this. So I don't, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's like a lot of times I would argue that they definitely can, but it's just like, how are you using your time on a daily basis? Right. Uh, you know, like practice your craft. Like if you want to be good at something, like practice it, do it, do it a lot. Surround yourself with people that are also doing the same things. that have the same aspirations as you, or if you can't, the internet is free. You can go online and find someone that's doing something that you want, or like someone like yourself, like reach out to people, talk, have conversations, you know, like that's another thing is you can't be afraid. Like everyone has the capability to do anything they want to do. You just have to believe it in yourself. And if you, have that you believe in that and you also you know present yourself in a respectable way and you are not afraid to reach out and make connections and talk to people that's all you need to be successful there's nothing else that's it man i mean i've, I've been cold call cold calling people's for probably three years four years and it's athletes you know half of them maybe 90 percent of them don't respond but you know what i don't care because all it takes is one you know i just get that one response then I roll it over and get another response and it just grows and it's been growing. And it, I mean, it's been a great experience and process for me. So it's definitely great advice. That's all it takes, man. Keep going. Like you got the stuff I can tell very charismatic dude. Like appreciate it. Down to, I man, definitely keep, keep going with the creative thing, bro. It'll work out for you. I promise. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I definitely, could you drop your social media in the, uh, in the chat by any chance? I just definitely want to shout you out for sure, man. Like it, this was a great interview. Super, super excited about what you're doing. Super excited about what's going on at ESPN. Um, definitely, you know, I, I've been looking up to those guys. I actually was on the phone. This is a crazy story. And then then I promise this will be the last last thing. Yeah, of course. No worries. Crazy story. I'm, you know, down in New Orleans. I'm a huge Ravens fan. I know, you know, I'm a Ravens fan. And I'm down in New Orleans watching the game last year. Um, and I, I'm coming back the next day. We got caught a quick dub. And I'm on the flight, walking in, you know, down the aisles, first row, Michigan sweater, Michigan hat, M Michigan hoodie. I look up and it's Adam Schefter in the first row. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, this is, this is crazy. So, you know, yeah. I, I talked to him, got him on the phone, got his assistant on the phone. And I mean, I was able to have a 10 minute conversation. So, I mean, it, you know, those are the guys that I look up to and it's, it's incredible. So it was a That's great awesome. opportunity. Yeah. It's little stuff like that, like just reach out. You see, like you want the extra mile, reach out, just pursue. 
Like you never would have known if you could or couldn't if you didn't try. That's 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 eighty percent of the battle is just trying. You know? Love so it. Keep keep up, man. You're doing great. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll definitely yep. keep in touch. One thousand percent. Yeah, for sure, man. And I actually like I I don't even have like too many socials, bro. I have like a little fake TikTok that I scroll for, but I, I have my LinkedIn. That's really where. That's the best place to get in contact with me. I got you. I'll definitely I'm posting something on LinkedIn for sure. Thank you so much, man. Awesome, man. Have Enjoy a good one. You as well. See you later. That was Jordan Alloway. I know I was supposed to keep it under 25 minutes, um, but an incredible interview nonetheless. Just just incredible. Love to hear his advice. Love to hear what he's doing. Been an amazing experience for him and an amazing experience for me. Um, if you made it this far, I really appreciate you and all the support that everyone's given me throughout the years. And, and it's been such a fun experience. It's been so fun to interview athletes, interview people like Jordan, and just, you know, have, have a sense of where I want to go, you know, figure out, I'm figuring this out with you guys live on the podcast, what I want to do with my life. And I mean, this, this is definitely something that seems super interesting. I would love to be on ESPN. It's been a childhood dream for my life. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, and I'll see you guys on the next podcast episode. We've got a interview on Friday with an ESPN college basketball, same kind of deal with him. Um, and we'll see you then. So thank you so much. And I'll uh, see you in the next episode. Peace out.